Dr. Michelle Slayball. And I am Stan Slayball. We are the owners of Flourish Coffee Shop and Flourish Behavioral Health. Located at 550 Penn Avenue on the corner of 6th and Penn in West Reading, Pennsylvania. We are open Mondays through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sundays, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. We've combined a unique coffee shop experience along with a warm and welcoming adjacent therapy practice. Come on out and sit, sip, share, and grow with us. Hi, this is Kim Welch with REMAX Achievers. Been in real estate for 15 years. Help buyers and sellers with land, new construction, resales, foreclosures, short sales, multi-units, investment properties. I love what I do. I'm all about exceeding your expectations. Feel free to call me anytime. My direct number is 610-960-1600. Find me on Instagram, Kim Welch Realtor, Facebook, as well as Zillow. You can check out my reviews. I have plenty of satisfied clients. Please contact me, Kim Welch, your community resource. Search and eat free. Search and eat free. Can't you help me be a need free too? Search and eat free. Search and eat free. Can't you help me be a need free too? Well, she clear your clutter and chill. Stow your stuff. She get your act together when enough is enough. Need help with cleaning or getting a messy house organized? Call Such a Neat Freak at 484-347-6059 or visit suchaneatfreak.com. Let's go while we're young. Everybody, get a drink and take a seat. Guess where you are? You're in the back room. What? I'm Gary Williams. And I'm Moldy Falafel. Oh, you're still doing that. Back to doing that I bit didn't, again. Didn't. Matt's wearing a, uh, we'll take a picture, a, uh, what'd you call it, cable knit sweater? Cable knit sweater. What'd you call that, tan? Uh, beige. Beige? Yeah, beige. Beige. You're a very beige guy today. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a, a like a UPS driver on vacation kind of thing. <laughs> Like, I take my work home, but I'm casual about it kind of thing, right? I like that. How was your drive up today, man? It was really nice. Was- I drove up. I have two little boys with me today. Uh, they're at my dad's right now. Oh, you actually brought the kids up. I did. No kidding. Yep. And uh, once it got that new baby smell. Like, it really does. Four he, weeks? He, well, he just turned a month yesterday. Get out of yeah. town. So we're, we're sending him to work. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or hold on. Because I don't have kids. Are his eyes open yet? <laughs> Uh, he, he actually doesn't even have he, eyes. They he, have, he, his baby eyes aren't in yet. Not so, even in yeah, yet? Come, How's that work? So, come in. Do, does he open his mouth and you spit food into his <laughs> mouth? Or, again, into his eyes. Kidless. I mean, what, what do you think? Oh, that's why well, the eye slots are not, right, not there yet. Floor. You know what? I don't know much about kids, but that checks out. That, that makes sense. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Um, all right, Matt, let's get to our guest today. This is please, exciting. Yes. Um, you know, we've had some uh, some good shows, some not so good shows, some great guests, some duds. And Most, now we have Gary. <laughs> and when I say duds, I mean like when it's just you and me. Yeah, no, it's like awful. have you heard that? <laughs> not for me, but I don't listen to this show. I'm gonna tell you about this guest today. All right, this is a guy who probably shouldn't even be here. Like I don't know how we got this guy. He's a very smart guy. He's a doctor. He's a dentist. Mm-hmm. He's a a businessman. He owns a winery slash vineyard. And hold on, he's also 
involved in local politics. Because all a, politics are local, a, man. A, a pillar of the community, if you will. He really is. Are you overselling it, Gary? What do you think? So, all right, right, please, a big backroom welcome, please. Gary Wegman is in the Gary back room. Wegman. Gary Wegman is in. I love in your supermarket. The back room. By the way, well, uh, nice initials there, GW. What's going on? I'm What's going on, brother? stuck in the back room. You are stuck in the back Help room. Me. Now, the back room, very quickly, because we never really talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back room is based on my growing up in Boyertown. There's a bar called Izzy's. I don't know if you know. It's a little corner bar. And they had the little bar. And then, of course, there was the back room where we would hang out. And that's where all the laughs and fun happened. You know, the bar's boring. In other words, that's where the girls wouldn't go. But actually, right, funny you, you know. say that. It's interesting those- because yeah. back in my day, right. we had a, a bar in Reading. Uh, that w- only the women were allowed in the back room. Oh, really? Yeah, they weren't allowed in the bar room. Huh? What? Huh. How old are you? Um, sixty-two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, no, really? That's so weird. That uh. No, you grew up here in yeah, Reading, in the city. Yeah. 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 Oh, in in the city. Well, the, actually, uh, suburb of, of the city of Reading. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Like actually, but we came into Reading because that's where everything was happening. Right. Yeah. yeah. Would you say there's a big difference though? What's what's what sort of the changes you've seen? Well, I I think that uh. I have, you know, I, I live in the city and right. live in the countryside, so right. I don't have any problems dealing with both of them. Absolutely. Um, but uh, Gary's a man of the people. Well, yeah. we when I was ten years old, I had my first job working in my uncle's market Get in, out of here. in wow. the city, and it, it cost right. me. Uh, I guess it was fifty, no, thirty-five cents each way on the bus, but, oh, but I was only making fifty cents an hour. Oh, oh, yeah. that's great! <laughs> so, so I got four dollars a day, but I had to give back seventy cents to Barda. Uh, hey, hey, Uncle, a little something for the effort here, right? You're killing me with this. Dude. Yeah, that's funny. But it was a great experience. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Absolutely not. Uh, and you know that was back in the day when Stanley's was the bar on Laurel Street in Reading mm. that that you only men were allowed. Right. In, in so, but then, so Matt, you couldn't go. No, with your sweater. But they let Matt in his sweater in. Well, the, they would now because he has all that uh, baby stuff on the side of the uh, sweater. Right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. All right. So as we said in the intro, and we're going to get to uh, the big, big news near candidacy and things later. But Gary, of course, is a dentist for. 30-plus years, right? Yeah, 36. Denise actually said, Denise and I are together 22 years. She said, you know what? I have some bad news for you. Gary Wegman is my longest continuous relationship because <laughs> she said she's been going there damn near 30 years, I think. Yep. That's amazing. How did you get into dentistry? That that seems like an interesting choice, like when somebody is a proctologist or something. Well, right. actually, I, I was headed towards being a herpetologist. I was into reptiles. Frogs, yeah. Reptiles, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like biology. But um, unfortunately, as I got into college and tried to look at how I would parlay that and where I would live and what I would do, um, I can remember as a a 14-year-old, we visited a gentleman's uh, snake farm in Florida. A snake farm? Snake farm in Florida. He milked uh, venomous snakes. Oh, I didn't want to know how that happened. It was even better than that, Gary. He actually (laughs) injected himself with snake venom. Well, come on, stop it. Yeah. And to make himself to immune, make himself immune. Make himself immune. Uh, in the fifties, he did this. Like, like, um, yeah. But the problem was, he became a universal donor. Every time somebody got bit by a cobra, they were looking for this guy's. I'm wow. being very serious. That's here. really interesting. W- William Hast. You think, can make your name. own, like, like yeah. you make yourself valuable. Well, don't do this at home. No, I, okay. although I would, I would, don't I, try this I would throw snakes at people just to get them bit. <laughs> to go, hey, who needs me now? Right. Who's looking at me now? All of a sudden, but that's he had, crazy. He had Galapagos turtles. We were in Florida for family vacation. That ended up stumbling on this guy's uh, place. Right. It was so educational. I was so turned on about it. 
but up in that was in florida i lived in pennsylvania right. and uh so as as i got older i liked working with my hands but right. I, I liked working with my mind too so being a dentist you could be a a doctor and a mechanic at the same time it's interesting and also of course you still you know you can still do those things. You can still pursue your interests. Right, it's you can still like, milk all the snakes you want. All the snakes you want. Right. You know, at Gary's office, there is a tank of snakes. Right. Well, actually, no, it does, does have its side jobs because yeah. uh, this summer, my sister, who doesn't usually ask me for a whole lot of advice, right. uh, texts <laughs> yeah. me at, at uh, 1043 in the evening, and she says, Gary, what's this? And she had sent me a photo of what, was a very big copperhead snake on her sidewalk. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was out walking her dog. And I said, yeah, you want to turn the other way. You're going to yeah. want yeah. Are you the go-to guy for that stuff? Uh, for that stuff. Gary, I- Gary, what's this bug? <laughs> Gary, what's this, wait, wait, what's this amphibian kind of thing, right? Well... That's interesting. Yeah, every he works in politics, so he knows a lot of slimy. Things. But you know, folks. No, we had we had. Well, a as they're draining the swamp, I'm getting a lot. <laughs> there you go. Right. Oh, that was yeah. see, Gary's smart too. Gary's so smart it's a, too. I don't like it. Don't, well, don't be too smart of your smart guy. It's in the name. It's in the name. Hey, oh, I like that. You know, so see how smart he used to play that. Um, now, I want to ask you. Of course, I have like you know some dental, some, maybe some kind of goofy dental questions, but things we all want to know. Like, how do you deal with? And I'm sure all doctors and things, do you get a lot of like, when you diagnose somebody, go, oh, Mrs. Johnson, this, you're going to have to have a bridge and blah, 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 whatever. Did you get a lot of like, are you sure? Are you sure? And people questioning. It's like, oh, don't mind my 35 right. years of practice, my degree from right. Penn, by the way. Like, do people question your judgment? Well, I, I think that uh, that's evolved. When, okay. When I first got into dentistry, back when you were in diapers, <laughs> but, right? yeah, the uh, that wasn't a question. The, the public really accepted your doctor for right. his ju- his or her mm-hmm. judgment. Uh, but nowadays, technology has saved my world, so I don't even have to worry about this because we have a very inexpensive piece of equipment in our office that's an intraoral camera okay. and i can shoot a picture of what i see right so a lot of times that's what interesting I, what i see isn't really causing you any discomfort right but it's totally broken you can see that in the picture and so before that broken filling falls apart and now you're you're in public eating dinner and this comes apart. An ow. Right. Yeah, I, I can mm. show you look this is happening in real time. We could do something about that. Do you think, like, do you get a lot of, like, internet doctors, though? I know a lot of doctors say, oh, the internet. Because everybody, everybody comes no, in actually, and goes, I think I have this. It, it's, a, it's a positive. Yeah, because okay. now in, in Alaska, for example, we can't put doctors in every corner of our of our globe but now right. through through video you can video conference and somebody can show you things interesting and you can say okay here's what i would do here's how i would manage so it. from thousands of miles away you, you can you give can a help until precise, you can get yeah. them somewhere where they can stabilize that's them. awesome but yeah. what do you think why do you think people are so afraid of the dentist is it just the pain? yes what is that dental phobia about it's i you know it's real easy it's the personality of the dentist that makes mm. sense i and i told you this gary when i because i oh Full disclosure, I am, of course, a client of Gary's, and he's wonderful. And I told him, I go, I don't get this dental anxiety. If anything, I go, this is this guy's going to help me feel right. better. And he, and he does. He's amazing. But people you know? are terrified even of cleanings. Well, you know? I was yeah. being tongue-in-cheek because dentists are so caught up in minutia of right. detail that we our, our bedside manners are not really um, always very well honed. And so we're we're so much more concerned about fixing the small little problem that we're not paying attention to Mrs. Jones's anxiety. Mm. Well, like I said, I'm a client of Gary, but Matt, I've often heard you say, correct me if I'm wrong, you said that your dentist is, quote, a bottle of wild turkey and a pair of pliers. Is that true? That's it, baby. (laughs) 
What do you, you don't need all the expensive dental work, right? And you only have to see him 32 times and you're done. Actually, actually, have you seriously, have you ever had someone come in? Future patient of mine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly. You know how like- he's a, good in ET. <laughs> you know how a lot of handyman uh, will advertise, they go, bring me in to fix what your husband couldn't f- right. fix. Do you ever get people serious that like, yeah, oh, I tried to pull man. my own tooth out and it went bad. Um, actually, it's a true story. Yeah, they, that, that happens quite, quite more frequently than, than you would think. Well, you know, people try to help themselves out. Right. They don't realize, like, it's attached by roots and yeah. stuff like they that. They try to do that, but the string on the doorknob. Well, that's uh, where the wild turkey comes from. That's it. That's it. Um, okay, listen to me, Matt. Maybe yes. listen closely. Go. Gary, as you hear, is very smart. Mm-hmm. Obviously, knows yep. what he's talking about. Right. We need to have a semi-annual Ask the Dentist segment. That'd be actually For fun. real, man. Yeah. People like, but like weird stuff. Like, I don't want to like, like, I have, we would ask I, I have a hand growing stuff, out yeah. of my mouth. Can you help me with that? Right. I assume you never have, had, you, have a hand growing out of a mouth or like that. Um, no, I've seen some eyes. What? what? Get out what? of here. Well, eye teeth. Oh, I, oh, you I son get of you. <laughs> but Gary, um, again, like I said, being a client... Gary's very, you're right, you're, he's very uh, tactile. Is that the word I'm looking for? Mm. I don't know. So he takes the mirror and he pulls your mouth open and he does his work, you know, kind of thing. He's very good, very skilled. But it led me to believe that you could not be a one-armed dentist. Is, is there such a thing? Have you ever seen a one-armed dentist? Wow, that's, that's an interesting How question. could you? Um, uh, I would think that that's probably not going to be the case. Yeah. Look, yeah. all right, the drummer from Dev Leopard only has one arm, so I don't want to hear excuses. Oh, okay. How, how bad do you want it? Oh, you want to be a dentist? <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Lop off your left arm. That's Let's see what right. you can do. Show me how dedicated. You know what? Actually, one time I did go in and Gary said, I could do you with one arm tied behind my back. And he just started punching you in <laughs> the mouth. He started punching me directly in the mouth. Well, as you can tell with my mirror, I didn't have to use much force to get Gary's mouth. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's, no all, it's always kidding. well. It's keeping you close, right? right yeah. yeah, that was the harder part. Yeah. Now, have you ever been bitten by a, a clown? Oh, gotta no. be. Never. Really? Some no, reaction, no, like no, just, even just as a, 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 yeah, just a jerk reaction. Yeah, you just you don't put your hands there if you know it could be dangerous. But mm-hmm. it's it's I've you know I've had a lot of uh, dogs and and other pets, and, right. and you learn that you can get bit when you do certain things. When you do dentistry, you can get bit if you do certain things. So you have to be ahead of the curve. That's interesting. Know? So you oh. learn to anticipate. Yep. Yeah. Well, you don't. You just don't go there. You know, right. You, you just, wow. you, you, with this child, we're not. We're not going to be that. That our kids a nightmare. They can be right. They're they're, and they're anxious. I get that. Kids are fine. Yeah. Can we get their parents out of the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you no go. Yeah. So you're saying on occasion maybe you like. A parent almost like 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 reinforce the well, anxiety they, kind of thing or they, something. The kids play the parents. Mm-hmm. Interesting, the parents. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the kids know what they're doing, and and so when the kid realizes that you're onto their game, usually you can have a pretty good relationship. Right. Okay. Have, you, have you ever had um someone that had a medical emergency while in the chair? I don't mean like dental. I mean like. You know, get the crash cart or whatever. You know, well, we've we've had several clients pass out over the course of thirty six yeah. years. Yeah, yeah right? and it's interesting because the the one guy said, "Oh, I did that before at the dentist," and I said, "Excuse me, right. we, we went through your medical history." And he said, "Well, it was in Vietnam. I was sitting in the middle of a field, and the dentist was cleaning my teeth, and he had me spit into my helmet, and it was like this slurry of blood and whatever." Ah, I was looking at right. this. And you can imagine being in a field in Vietnam with that happening. I would pass out. Too. I. I his, his dental pick was a, a bayonet. I, I don't even want to imagine. Oh, by the way, since we're three minutes in, Gary, if you want to go ahead and spit, please right, go ahead. Right. Sort of oh, oh, I didn't realize you had spit. Oh, please, please go for it. Yes. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. 
Now you mentioned animals. Like, has anybody you ever heard like a lazy neighbor and go, "Listen, my Schnells has been acting up again. Can you come take a look at his at his teeth?" No, or? but one time my Rottweiler bit her her canine, snapped it off, and we brought a veterinarian in and and we sedated her in my dental office. So we did a root canal on her and cast a little gold crown for her. You're what? kidding. While I was working on her, the the uh, UPS guy delivery man came into the into the office looked through right. the window into the operatory saw me work and he says wegman i always knew your practice was going to the dog Hey-o! <laughs> Hey-o. so so you gave a dog some bling yeah that's awesome that is freaking awesome it's like little john's dog or something right, right? Mm-hmm. oh have you ever done any of that kind of cosmetic stuff like grills or anything like that Oh, yeah, good question, actually. Yeah. Yes and no. We've redone some work that had been falling apart, but we never, I, I never got into preparing healthy, perfectly healthy. You know, your teeth are your tools. Uh, we, we can accessorize them to some degree, but uh, for the most part, they've got to function. So yeah. I, I try not to do more harm than good. Because you don't want to mess with that. You know, I, I get that. Because people do things like they put little drawings and like or they put animations gems in them. them. Yeah, yeah that's stuff. weird. That's I, fine. If you have to have a, if you have to have a porcelain crown anyway, you can do whatever oh, you, you can make that. Okay. You shape it like a Grateful Dead if, uh, right. and steal your face. If yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> This is another stupid one. Has anyone ever come in and like made their own tooth? Like they threw some play doh in the middle in the crevice while it's there. Um, yeah, I got to think about this. Like their own. I've never ceased to be amazed at how people can come up with creative solutions to, right. to their, their issues. <laughs> I put a Lego um, in there. Is that okay? No, but but gum is usually the the most go to uh, thing because right. it'll stick a little bit and cover over a sharp edge. Right. But I always tell people just carry an emery board, you know, right. because wow. if something if something we're all gonna break things or wear things sharp occasionally right, but right. until you can get to somebody who can treat it professionally I like that you can take the sharp edge off and, of the, and yeah. the tooth fairy why did why did she stop coming to my house uh, because you're ugly well oh, your, your children sense. don't don't I wanted to say this at the entry here at the right. intro right you're, Gary was busted on you about your kids' eyes. Okay. <laughs> they don't even have teeth yet. Well, okay. the older one does. Oh, did he? Okay. He actually yeah, has he's 38. He has 73 teeth. <laughs> I don't know where he keeps getting them from. No idea. Yeah, he keeps finding I'm them. in the yeah. back room. Help me. Please. You are in the back room. All right. This is just sort of like the last uh, dental. Because um, I know this is like the big and the important one. Um, people talk about uh, how important it is because of how your overall health can be affected by your dental health. How much, how much truth is there to that? Well, we can, I think there's a whole lot of truth to that. And the main thing is, it's not so much your teeth, but your gums. Okay. Because the gums, if they're inflamed and they bleed easy, means bacteria can enter your bloodstream real easy. And so the medical community, particularly uh, our cardiology community, is really on the case of the dentist in the past 10 years to clean up the gums because people when they type out the the types of germs that cause your clogging of the arteries mm-hmm. they're finding it's coming from bacteria so, that started well, in the mouth there's an accepted absolute yeah. definite my belief that there's, yeah, there's that's a interesting def- definite link to cardio yeah. cardio disease my, my grandfather had a tooth infection that spread to his heart Right. Yep, that yeah. absolutely happened. Yeah. Right. And, a, and a heart infection is bent to his tooth. And, <laughs> no, and joint replacements yeah. also totally tied between dental infections really? and joint joint if joints are rejected. That the gums are the point of entry, or exactly the yeah. bacteria gets into the bloodstream through the. And there is of course a lot more blood flow than it had sure. anyway. So yep. that's really interesting. So that's wow. where you know and. and 
you know, people with diabetes, um, if you're constantly battling an infection in your body, right. your body doesn't metabolize other things very well. So you, right. you need to try and, and pull that into line if you want to lead a healthful existence. That's sure. actually that's awesome. really interesting. That's, that's wow. amazing. Yeah. You're definitely coming on for a regular segment. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. So here we are. I happen to live in the 9th Congressional District here in oh, Pennsylvania. You do? I used to. I do. Well, and they've since changed them, I and I think they're going to change again in 2020, 2020, 2022, after the 20, 2020 after this election. Yeah, yeah. So one of the people who will be vying for my vote is <gasps> happens to be sitting here right now. I'm not running for anything, Not Barry. you, man. I wish oh. you were running. Is it my hat? Let's be honest. In your shape, you're not running. Uh, no way. I'm not, making, it, not even winded, making this to 2020. You get winded jogging your memory about. <laughs> oh boy comedy gold here all right so i would like to introduce uh putting on a different hat now there you go um a congressional candidate from the ninth uh district gary wegman gary welcome Hi. to the show thank you gary this is a big day for us we have a lot of guests we have a lot, so many guests so many hats yes we have now, an agriculture guy coming in too later yeah right? he'll be here in like five minutes <laughs> i think um yeah we would talk about the wine stuff and the growing up to come know, back yeah um where does your, because I will say, Gary, we've all known Gary for quite a few mm -hmm. years now. Gary genuinely gives a crap about his neighborhood. I'm serious. His area. That's what his, that's what his yard yeah, sign says. I'm say. Gary. I give a crap. crap. But it's true. Gary <laughs> is well-versed, involved, and passionate yep. about people and issues. And, and, and particularly and, in this area. Absolutely. And, yeah. and whether or not you agree, whatever, whatever, he will, you should hear him out. And Gary's a genuine guy. There's no veneer BS first. It comes from the place of caring. I mean, where did that start? Did that come? I handed out from your parents kind of thing? Well, yeah, we always had very, uh, engaged uh conversations about politics at the at the dinner table in our household right. uh my parents were both uh diehard republicans and they could never understand how they gave birth to three democratic children wow that's funny but uh look at our world and then maybe you'd understand yeah. um our country is is lacking unity right now i agree um, i haven't seen us this divided and I, i'll just put it straight out there growing up in Berks county going to school I would have never bet a wooden nickel that the Soviet Union would cease to exist. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, it was on all the maps when I was in elementary school, through my senior year, through college, through dental school. Um, the Soviet Union's gone. Okay. Mm -hmm. It does, it, it disintegrate. Yeah, Gary, big bad Russia's coming out. No idea how close the United States came to falling apart in 2008. Mm. I mean, this country was this close to just not existing anymore and maybe being a, a agglomeration of a few states here and, and, and an association of Why, because there. of Obama's election? No, because of the the uh, tanking of the economy. Oh, mm. of course. Okay. Right. And, and if there was no money to put food and groceries on shelves, you know, when we uh, had the, uh, the depression in the thirties, a third of America, America was agrarian in, in mm. its, uh, mm. livelihood. Mm. Uh, we're less than 1% right now. Yeah. Okay. And how would people get food? Yeah. Okay. If there was no way to put it on, on the grocery shelves and, and so the supermarket, it's always yeah, there. Yeah. It's right there, Gary. Money. Not, not after 2008. If, mm. if there was no money to be lent to be had, to right. be able to buy, to be able to put up front, right. uh, to, to get food there. So we were very close to seeing this nation uh, fall apart. Mm. Um, and it really bothers me that we're still 
fighting ourselves like we're not Americans. I, I don't care where a good idea comes from, mm -hmm. okay? We need to be willing to listen to good ideas. Um, and, and unfortunately, my perception is that the current crop of people that we've elected are more concerned about their special interests that have paid to put them there mm -hmm. than they are about representing the people who they're elected to serve. Yeah. yeah. Um so where do you where do you see a lane for yourself? Well, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm a doctor, a medical professional. Uh, I've been a farmer. Uh, here we go to the agriculture. There you go. Uh, Boom. He's not scheduled for a little while yet. So <laughs> just hold right. off on it. 1967, we bought uh, our farm. We bought right. the farm in 1967. Oli area? In the Oli Valley. Okay. Yeah. And uh, actually, I'm a fifth-generation farmer. My great-great-grandfather... Uh, came to Exeter Township, right. and my great-grandfather built the barn that's on our farm. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 1896. And, and so even though my father was a dentist, we also uh, grew cash crops and mm -hmm. farmed, and we still have some chickens. And It's a second full-time job. Yeah, yeah, that's great. away from that. That's awesome. Um, but so knowing agriculture like I do and how our dairymen and our poultry farmers are hurting right now, um, because unfortunately we needed to take the Chinese on in this trade war, but we didn't need to do it alone. Mm -hmm. And by going at it alone, our farming ag community got thrown under the bus. And mm -hmm. they're the only ones who've suffered financially from mm -hmm. this thus far. Well, but not, not if you hear Trump talking well, about it. Well, just this week, he, he put a tweet out about it, that, that the... The farmers are really looking forward yeah. to that next hey. infusion of cash. Yeah. That I what do you call that? Welfare? What yeah. is that? Socialism? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, never had to happen. We being like, one, right? Yeah, that's the last thing well, well, anybody wants. They wants. want to earn their earn their fair right. dollars sharing. Yeah, because you know those Absolutely. lousy freeloading farmers. It, yeah, yeah. Those, those do nothing, sit right. on their butts. Right, exactly. Yeah, but Obviously, I'm, we're being sarcastic. Right. People that yes, don't understand sarcasm. Yes. Yeah, but I'm yes. looking at the Canadians, the Brazilians, the Argentinians, our European. These are all our allies, okay? And instead... We spit on them, and then we went after the Chinese. Hmm. I mean, why wouldn't you line up your allies? If you're going to go into war, you want to take everybody we, from a strength this, position. This particular administration has been buddy-buddy hugging, sucking up to uh, Kim Jong-un's and the Putin's, and then, I don't know, cutie pie Justin Theroux, he can pound sand and Macron, and you're right. He tells everybody, you know, hey, kiss off our allies. I think it's like, there's a cold place in hell for him. I, 100%. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, yeah, and you, it you, is all about how, you know, I'm going to win this war, and I'll show you how much better I am because I did it, but he doesn't care about the collateral damage that comes along with it. Right. You know, well, yeah, the, the treasure that we've invested in, in so many parts of this world for, for bad reasons is right. really perplexing. And so here's another reason Wegman for Congress exists right. is the, it's the Congress duty to declare war and to Absolutely. send, to send our, Absolutely. our, our children into harm's way. Yeah. And I, I think our Congresses since 2003 have abrogated their responsibility. Way before. You're right. We, we are giving up more and more power to the presidency. Well, just by not doing their work. Bingo. Not, not doing their job. Bingo. And, and then holding the feet to yeah. the fire. Yeah. Yes. I'm yeah. a, I'm a big advocate for getting the hell out of where we don't, we don't belong. Well, you know, you know and, and this is where it gets really muddy, Gary, because even though I would agree we never belonged in Iraq or Syria, right. okay, once we uncork that that whole mess, now we've, we've gone, you know, we, we've had this whole Al-Qaeda right. thing. You know, I think back, I wish, I was trying to remember his name the other day, was a young kid, like you, Gary, mm. um, oh, God from, bless you. from Clifton Heights, I think, outside of Philadelphia, who went to Iraq 
to help sell cell phone technology. He wanted to help them hmm. put up a line of towers that they could learn how to have cell phone in 2003, just like we have here. Right. And uh, he was captured in his ho taken out of his hotel room by uh, Zargawi uh, and his operatives, who were the first um, Al Qaeda type operatives in uh, in Iraq, right. and uh, eventually beheaded. Um, just, you know, going over there, trying to do goodwill right. and had no clue, um, what he was, where he was or what he was up against. Right. Um, this type of, but uh, if, of if I interrupt real quickly though, that's a lot of that. That's what we're hearing the excuse for how many years now in Afghanistan now? Mm -hmm. 17. It's okay. like, it's like, well, let me finish. They're just like, well, we're so ingrained now that we, it, we have to have a slow removal or slow process, or we just have to wait till we get to a certain point. What's going to be won after 18 goddamn years of, of killing, ruining treasures, people, lives, family? It's called blowback. It's like when you, when you kill generations of people and, you know, imagine living in an area where you step out in the street and you don't know if you're going to see somebody, you know, day to day bombs and things. Of course, there's going to be some resentment. Well, Gary's, what he's saying here is why don't we learn from our history? Of course. Okay. Why did we learn from Vietnam? Why did we learn from the money French before they went into That's Vietnam? It, Why did we yeah. learn in uh, Afghanistan from what happened to the Soviets in right. Afghanistan? Right. The thing that 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 I wanted to get to with that story I gave you about the poor kid from Clifton Heights yes. is we had set up an allied relationship with the Kurds to go after these Al Qaeda and and eventually ISIS uh, entities and. Then we kind of just threw them under the bus a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. when, when the administration said, okay, we're, we're leaving now. And we cannot do that in this world if we ever want to have anybody stand with us. We're good. Our word's going to eventually have to mean something. Now, we had the whole world, to go back to your Afghanistan issue, mm -hmm. we had the whole world aligned with us. And we had uh, the Bin Ladens and the... Taliban pushed to the north of Pakistan 2003 we went after them and, and had them in, in 2003 and instead of finishing the work that we went there for we all corked at Iraq by going in and dividing our military mm. resources and never finishing one job starting another yeah. one lost the whole world alliance mm. and here we are today 20 years later all that treasure for naught and they're actually talking to the Taliban like there's some kind yeah. of of barter that could be had here that yeah. would give the women of mm -hmm. Afghanistan the freedom that we promised them. It, it, it this might sound silly, but when you look at the Rambo movie that's done in Afghanistan, he fights with the Taliban, right? Like, and they're the heroes of the movie yeah. because at the time they were fighting the Russians. That happens in America. We we fund the Taliban over here and fight them over here, and we fund ISIS over here and fight them over here, and okay, the same thing. So, this excuse this, me, I thought this was supposed to be an upbeat fun. It podcast. is, it is, but we it's hilarious, <laughs> Gary. Shut up. So <laughs> <laughs> yuckety yuck yuck. All right, let's get back to keeping wait, it. Wait, but please, but wrap yes, this up, please. That's the yeah, whole. Yeah, because we have this agriculture guy coming in real yeah, quick. Running, running for Congress because yes. we need congressional representatives that know our history and will do very much due diligence on before they authorize sending our youth and our military treasure into harm's way. That love here and that. That's yeah. why they all hate Tulsi Gabbard right now, too. Well, I'll tell you, I hate those yeah. memes on Facebook where it's like, uh, eighteen-year-olds in nineteen forty-four, and it's them storming the beaches, and then eighteen-year-olds today, it's like are. crying. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a really good usage of of the youth of your nation is yeah. to shove them in front of machine guns in, in, into the uh, meat grinder. Right, right, exactly. So let's let's um, give me give me the give me the so that's the macro. Give me a little bit of the micro. 
about you, Gary Wegman, candidate for District 9. Here's the big problem. This president was elected because he identified a lot of the problems that we have here in our ninth district. And a lot of Democrats lined up to vote for him because he promised to deliver for them certain things that yeah. they and I agree with that we needed. One was infrastructure investment. Mm -hmm. I mean, our infrastructure in the ninth district, we don't have. I went to the agri, you know, the ag center where this next gentleman's coming from, <laughs> right? And I only had one bar. I mean, I, I couldn't get I couldn't get on my cell phone. Wow. There's, but the, you know, our cell phone uh, reception and our broadband connectivity throughout the ninth district is abysmal. Yeah, in 2019, okay? that's just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Well, you got yeah. kids. Kids need to do homework in school. Their their parents are taking them to a fast food restaurant, yeah. sitting in the parking lot with the car running, so they can get a Wi-Fi wi connection. Wi so yeah, that's this president mm -hmm. should have. And this is not an R or a D issue. Right. The president, the very first thing he should have pushed for when he was elected in 2016 came to office was let's do infrastructure funding because this is something everybody will back it's a win for america but instead we get all this division it's us versus them and walls and, and, and things and, and, and all that crap right and, and so <laughs> here we are now we're told we don't have monies for it which is not the case there's money it just needs to be appropriated and allocated right. properly mm -hmm. i want to see that that there are, are we get this now here's an interesting thought i i never the other thing that's that's good about gary wegman is i don't just look where the ball's coming from i look to where the ball's going i like that yeah um, microsoft is playing right now with tv white space you know what that is, is that in, in between the uh the channels space, in between the, the bands yeah the space between the bands yeah i'm um, giving you some kind of antenna for your living room that can bounce into your your TV channels and give you 25, uh, what's it, MBPS uh, download time. Right, right. Yeah, yep. that's that's really and, interesting. Yep. Wow. And uh, and so we don't need to lay out a whole lot of wire and infrastructure and whatever right. to get broadband to where we want it to go. Now, I don't know how far along the curve this development is is taking place, but if I was in Congress, I would be banging down uh, Bill Gates's subordinates' mm. doors right. and find out where we at with this and who else has an idea on this because this, to me, sounds a whole lot more uh easy to ramp up and, and and succeed than some of the other options that we have because we're a more rural district right that's really interesting yeah, you're right yeah. it's a lot more feasible than trying to put digging up a bunch of you know yeah, get towers electric and, 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 and putting up yeah to run yeah. wire to everybody's house yeah. i like that well, yeah let me ask you that's question. interesting as, Gary. Wow. as we talk about as america becomes less and less agriculturally based specifically in district nine what is the future for uh industry here okay matt seriously that was a really solid question that's good know, that's good um you should stink that's good I, thank so, you that's the only one i get all day so, matt stay stay with me because most people when they think of agriculture they think of farms sure and when you think of farms you think of entities that grow food i think of cows food for animals <laughs> food for animals <laughs> food for people okay farms of the future are going to grow a lot of different things they're going to grow energy okay we're going to decentralize our energy grid and a lot of the open space on farms can be used for solar panel arrays right. can be used for wind turbines to try to, to, right. to harness the power that's of the wind awesome by the um, way yeah that sounds really and, great and so yeah. farming can subsidize we all we all have terrain on our farms that isn't ideal for tilling so we have stony soils we have soils that are too steep slope we're in wetlands you know these are areas that we can put our solar uh, panels but it's, and but it's so, land that's and, you know, and yeah. it becomes arable at yeah. that point 
Mm-hmm. So farms are going to grow energy. And they're also going to grow things for the construction industry. They're going to grow things for the textile industry. They're going to grow things for medications, for so foods. I'm assuming all of those things are hemp. Yes, yeah. they are. Which, yeah, yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah. Which, 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 which is just the, ready to burst open. Yeah. Which is the crop of the future, which was the crop of the past. Certainly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, uh, William Randolph Hearst. Boo! B- down with big paper. Well, that's it. That's it, man. Yeah. Read. No one gets out of here alive. Yeah. You'll all learn right. all about so, it. Anyway. So we're we're getting pretty close to wrapping up. Give me give me the the paragraph. Give, give me the business card pitch here about uh what separates you from any other potential. The, candidate? the Gettysburg Address of you. There you go. I like that. Well, if you have a need for replacing or repairing your healthcare system, you're going to want to go to somebody who's dealt with the system as a professional and has an understanding mm-hmm. of of what needs to be brought to the table to solve Absolutely. the problem. Makes perfect if sense. agriculture is your biggest industry in your district, then you might want to think about bringing somebody on to represent you that has an understanding of your agricultural circumstances. Right. Gary Wegman brings both of those to the table. Okay. okay? And, and so this is where I think my candidacy makes a lot of sense for the citizens of the 9th District. Absolutely. All right. So uh, how can people find out more about you? Pl- plug away. Well, I would... I would Drill down into Gary Wegman for Congress. Drill down. I like dentist. it because he's a dentist. He's a dentist. See that man? I get it. Like I said, again, you guys are picking up on all my. We got to the root to it. Right. We got to the root oh, of it. Yes. See, because ah. it's don't 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 the enamel for my my Gary Wegman for Congress Okay, you know, I would check yep. there first. Okay. And, and, and just spell your last name for him, just to you know. Well, like the store Wegman's and one R in Gary. By the way, both share that. There's two R. People can go to hell. Look, looking forward to holding some town halls in each of the counties. Within okay. the ninth district over the next several Which months, are, by the way, um, mm-hmm. would be the northern part of Berks County, mm-hmm. all of Lebanon County, all of Schuylkill County, all of Carbon County, all of Columbia County, and then parts of Northumberland, Montour, and Luzerne counties. My wow. goodness, you eight, have a big eight, area. eight different counties in the district, but we have almost five complete counties there. And uh, right. fortunately, it's a very homogeneous. Uh, district. We all have very similar needs. Very quickly, because a lot of people I don't think know this. Uh, districts are broken up by population, but they try to get somewhere in the general range of seven hundred five thousand. There you go. Yeah. So that's why districts might look kind of weird in the map because they have to sort of. You know, and we know to, we know in twenty twenty a new new census is going to take place. Right. And hopefully, it will be as accurate as possible. Yep. And then the state of Pennsylvania legislature will draw up new districts. Mm-hmm. Uh, just out of curiosity, gentlemen, how many toilets do you have in your house? Because mm-hmm. apparently, that's going to be. Added. According to our president, <laughs> please tell me you're kidding. No, he, he oh. said they're going to ask how many people are there, how many toilets you have in your oh, house. Dear God, not even kidding. And what is the reference for that? Uh, that I, who knows? Must they be that gold, was our president. Must they be gold plated? Oh, well, be, oh, oh snap! Oh, oh. He's a man of the people, Boom. Gary. Yes, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. He craps in a gold toilet. He, he understands working Joe's like us. Yeah, the yeah. Trump digs coal. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, but there's no new jobs. No, you no, we've the actually UAW. lost jobs. You, U.S. United Mine Workers, yeah. if they've gotten any more jobs. And yeah, that would be a big fat no. They could also check you out on Facebook. I believe mm-hmm. you have a separate yes. congressional yep. Facebook actually, page. Go ahead and plug yeah. your uh, winery as well. There you go. Well, yeah. uh, Pagoda Hill Vineyards. Yep. Um, we have a bistro called the Roselawn Bistro. Which is, by the way, we were in there last week. 
gorgeous room. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's the wine, Gary. It's there you go. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Boyertown trash, so I drink this, Bud Light. This is, but what are you going to get, is, get in Bud Light This is not MD 2020, baby. No. This is, oh, this no. is Lime Kiln's best. Seriously, I felt like the scumbag I am when I walked yeah. in there. I'm like, I don't belong there here. There was a gentleman with and this, he looked uh, like a too yeah. <laughs> Yes. How did you get yes. in here? Yeah, there, there was a guy slowly petting right. a cat, right. exactly. planting world domination. I'm like, I do not belong in this freaking so place. So you need a monocle to come in here. Exactly. Oh, my top hat's in the car. Right. Yeah, I don't know where these two came from. <laughs> I don't know where but they, they ain't were. getting in again. So there you go, <laughs> Gary. Seriously, you're an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. are. You're an awesome guy. You're very smart. You're very passionate, um, and, and, and you genuinely give a crap. And you're yeah. just a nice, genuine guy. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, and, listen and for more stuff. By absolutely, because you know, look, we barely scratched the surface here today. Yeah. So my God, seriously, the app no. guy didn't even show up. Even, that, that son God, of a gun. Just can't trust yeah. that guy. Go check out Gary, and you're going to be hearing more from him. Yes. Um, he's a guy. He's going to be doing his own thing where you can ask him questions and talk to him and get involved and get interactive yeah um on a regular basis and get to know get get to know your people let's be honest we all walk into the booth sometimes and go i don't know a damn thing about that guy and, and that's like get to know gary this he, is a man he, who's going to be reaching out to you boom so, he's available yeah. he, yep. he's out there for each so man, i'm gonna ask you one question before go we on, go please, i hope um what's the best time of the day to go to the dentist i don't know gary what is the best time of the day to go to the dentist tooth hurty <laughs> Oh. Everybody, we love you. Be like this. Yes, guy? this is how it this goes. This is the funniest thing you ever said. That's, that's, it. that's I it. I peaked. I might now die. Have a happy end the show. End it. Oh my God, Gary. End it. End it. All right, thanks for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, we will see you next time in the back row. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Hey there, back room show listeners. Are you tired of the dick jokes and the suicide packs that come along with listening to the backroom show? Maybe you need to take a shame shower to wash off the layer of grime and grit that comes with listening to Gary and Matt. Well, if you'd like a change of pace, you can always listen to my show. I'm Maria Jarrell, and I host Adventures in Middle-Aged Momming. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe not right up your alley, but you'd be surprised. Parenting can be just as gritty grimy, and, quite honestly, filled with shit, just like Gary and Matt. So check us out on the Backroom Network. Hi, I am Dr. Michelle Slayball. And I am Stan Slayball. We are the owners of Flourish Coffee Shop and Flourish Behavioral Health. Located at 550 Penn Avenue on the corner of 6th and Penn in West Reading, Pennsylvania. We are open Mondays through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Sundays, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. We've combined a unique coffee shop experience along with a warm and welcoming adjacent therapy practice. Come on out and sit, sip, share, and grow with us. 